welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd. Welcome to the new Jesus. Uh, the title I have for this teaching today that I hope is pretty short and to the point is It Doesn't Matter. Do you understand that? It doesn't matter. All right. Now, 60-second review of last week. This is the board from last week. And what we were talking about last week is what do you choose today? And it's basically, do you choose to live by the old law of sin and death, as Scripture put it, or the new law of life? The old law came through Moses, and the result was sin and death. Uh, it, the New Testament says that that law literally was put in place by God so that sin would increase. The new law of grace, mercy, forgiveness, love, and salvation is from Jesus Christ. And you can choose to live under either one. In the New Testament, the Galatians were choosing to go back to live under the Old Covenant. Paul said, who has bewitched you? Okay, well, they were going back to the Old Law. Well, you can choose that today too. And which you choose determines your experience. All right, so how do you know which place you are? Well, when you sin or make a big mistake or you have pain or some trauma or life event that's, that's really hard, which do you experience? What's your symptoms? Is it guilt, shame, and then stress? Maybe anger, irritation, etc.? Or is it disappointed, a little bit sad, maybe because you hurt, grieved God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, but then pretty quickly to gratitude, thankfulness, and peace. Because it's forgiven. It was forgiven before I even did it. It was not written under my name. I'm righteous, holy, and innocent. And God's aim in the new law is the perfect you. Is that what you're experiencing? 
is this what you're experiencing when something negative happens or is it this? If it's this, you're living under the old law most likely and don't even know it. If it's this and you're understanding and believing truth, uh, scripture correctly, then you're probably on the new law path, uh, the new covenant, grace, love, forgiveness, peace, okay? So that's last week, all right? Now, let's flip over to this week. What are the repercussions of your choice? On a daily basis, hourly basis, new covenant or old law? Which will I live by? And typically, it's not a choice like that. People don't think of, okay, I can live by the old law or I can live by the new law. No, they don't think that. They just go a way that it's how they were brought up or what their parents taught or whatever. So they're making those daily decisions just because that's the decision they've always made and that's probably because that's the decision their parents made or someone else that showed them, but they really haven't been on a search for themselves. They really haven't sat down and understood this to the point that they think, oh my goodness, my symptoms are what you get from the old law. I don't want to live that. That leads to more sin, death, and condemnation. I want to live the new covenant of grace, love, truth, your best life, etc. All right, so what are the repercussions of transformation? Because we said last week, what is it called when you go from your symptoms being guilt, shame, stress to disappointment, sadness, but then thankfulness, gratitude, and peace? All right, what's that called? It's called transformation. Romans 12, 1. All right, so if you choose transformation, what are the results? What are the repercussions of choosing transformation, choosing the new covenant, choosing what I would call love B, real love, over fake love, business deal love, uh, selfishness love, okay? What are the repercussions of that? Well, I'm not gonna bury the lead, as they say in the newspaper business. The repercussions are, if you've chosen the new covenant, if you are right with God, if Jesus is your Lord and Savior, if you are walking in the light, if you can honestly say and mean it from your heart, Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and you have committed your life to Him. Ask Him to come and take, an, take over your life, giving Him permission to take over. I give my life back to you. In other words, you're a Christian or a follower of Jesus. Okay? What does it mean if, if you are a Christian or follower of Jesus in right standing and you choose the new covenant and transformation? What it means is it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, what doesn't matter? Glad you asked. Let's talk about it. So, what if you are in right standing with God, you're a born-again Christian, a follower of Jesus, however you want to say that, all right? All right, so what if, what if that is true of me, but I make less money instead of more? It doesn't matter! 
What if I'm a believer and I have a little bitty house instead of a great big house mansion on the hill? It doesn't matter. What if I have to wear cheap clothes instead of really nice clothes that I would really prefer to have? It doesn't matter. What if I can't go on vacations or my vacations are really cheap ones instead of really great ones? Doesn't matter. What if you're a Republican or Democrat? Doesn't matter. What if you're famous or no one has ever heard of you and no one values you very highly? Doesn't matter. What if you are healthy or what if you have illness, disease, and sickness or even die young? Even die young. It doesn't matter. What if you have fun every day or every week or a lot? You laugh a lot. You, you know, your life is fun and happy the way the, the way the world thinks of happy. Maybe not necessarily the way that God thinks of happy, but the way the world does, which is I've got, I can do what I want. I've got my stuff. You know, it doesn't matter if it's fun or unenjoyable and kind of boring. It doesn't matter. What if you have passion in your life? Whether that's a hobby or, or a relationship or sports or uh, a, a passion for whatever versus kind of anxiety and just bored all the time. It doesn't matter. Now, why would I say that? Why would I say it doesn't matter? C.S. Lewis said in his writings that in this life, the real thing, the real life, hasn't started yet. That this entire life, whether, it, whether a person dies as a child at eight years old, whether they die young from cancer at 25 or 45, or whether they live to old age, it doesn't matter because this is not the real life. This is just the dress rehearsal. This is just the pregame. This is just the, the commercial before the real movie or show, okay? What comes after death, heaven, eternity, that's the real thing. That's the real life. That's what all of this is about. This whole thing here on this place that we call Earth that's spinning around at hundreds of thousands of miles an hour through space around the sun and all the other planets and everything else, all of this is just preliminaries for the real thing. So if I'm a believer, a Christian, if I'm saved and right with God, okay, and I'm focusing in my life, on all this stuff that's not the real thing. This is the fake stuff. This is the stuff that's going to burn and pass away. Okay? If that's where my focus is, ladies and gentlemen, I'm missing it. Okay? I'm missing what I need to be focused on in this life. Well, how much does this happen? Almost all the time. We're told by very recent studies, well-done studies, and these are all within the last year, that the average person leans 80% to the negative. 80% all the time, day in, day out, 24, 
7,365. 80% to the negative. Other studies tell us that 50% of what we think is true about our own life when we remember our life, 50% of that is in error. That didn't happen, or the way we were remembering it didn't happen, or the implications of it are not what we're thinking they are. It's wrong. 50% of what we believe about our life is wrong because we have become corrupted through a devolution of our memories as every generation stacks their negative junk on the previous generation and then passes it on to the next. So, you know, 30 generations later, you've got loads more garbage than you did at that first generation when they were they had basically kind of a clean slate compared to us today, all right? And here's the huge one. The very latest of those studies, I just they just came out like a couple of weeks ago that I saw. Get this. This is hard to believe. 87% of people think about money all the time. That's what they that's exactly what they said in the study. They think about it all the time. All the time. When they wake up in the morning, they're thinking about money stuff. When they go to bed at night, they're thinking about money stuff. If they don't have enough money, they're thinking about getting more money. When they get more money, they think about money even more what they're going to buy and what they want. All right? The average, average people, 87% of us think about money and things related to money all the time. What's the point? Well, <laughs> according to this, love of money is the root of all evil. You think that's what we should be focused on and thinking about? Or our houses and, and cars and clothes, vacations, uh, politics, fame and fortune, uh, even health, fun, passion, okay? You think that's what we're supposed to be focused on when you read this? It's not what I get, okay? This stuff, if you are right with God, doesn't matter. So are you focused more here, or are you focused more on what we talked about last week, which is getting right with God, understanding Scripture, grace, and the new covenant, committing to that, committing to real love be and truth and giving the end result up to God, okay? That's what matters, okay? This stuff doesn't matter, okay? So, if you were to give up your focus on this stuff, if you were to quit worrying, and Scripture says very clearly, do not worry. You can't Tomorrow will have enough trouble of its own. Focus today. Don't worry. Think about these things. What is true, lovely, excellent, worthy of praise, and the peace of God that passes understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Think about those things. But what, what the studies and research says is this is what everybody's thinking about. 90 plus percent of people basically day in, day out. This is where they're focused. How about you? Well, if that's what you're doing, you're being tricked because this doesn't matter long term. 
This is just the preliminaries, okay? Let me ask you a question. Heaven's eternal, right? And we're going to look at a couple of scriptures that confirm that. Heaven's eternal. It never ends, okay? When you've been in heaven a hundred years, you think you're still going to be all upset because you had a smaller house, older car, cheaper clothes, bad vacations, uh, you weren't famous, people didn't value you a whole lot, uh, you didn't have a whole lot of fun, you were bored, had anxiety. You think you're still going to be all worried about that a hundred years into heaven? How about, a, how about a thousand years? How about a million years? I have trouble remembering sometimes what happened 20 years ago, okay? You think you're going to be remembering all that after a million years? I guarantee you, you're not. And some scriptures we're about to go to prove that. Okay, so the, when we get to the real thing, this stuff is not going to matter. But right now, today, this stuff seems to matter to us, not, not just more than anything else, but almost completely, almost 100% of what we think matter based on what we think about, focus on, and get stressed over based on the latest research. Okay, so... If you have to give up this, okay, because that's God's will for your life right now, okay? Now, God's will may be for you to have the mansion on the hill, okay? It, it may be to have a new car. It may be great clothes, great vacation, whatever, but without the love of money and using it the way you believe God wants you to use it, helping other people, staying humble, etc. Okay? So, what if you were to give this up? Man, that might seem like a big loss because you may have a goal to get this amount of money so that you can relax and not work and do whatever you want. Uh, uh, the house you've been working toward and you've already, you've already identified, you know, you've got a picture of one like it up on the wall. I'm working toward that, you know, and all the other stuff. If you were to give that up, do you get anything for that? Is it, I, I mean, it, it, that's a lot to give up, right? If you do, do you get anything back that might offset that loss a little bit? <laughs> you bet it. You bet you do. And it's this stuff. Truth, humility, relationships, uh, submitting to another person for a, a closer, more intimate relationship, empathy, patience, kindness, those are the things you're going to get in exchange for letting these go and be whatever God wills them to be in your life. Okay? So, this is where almost everyone's focused, but ladies and gentlemen, according to the book, it doesn't matter! Okay? Because this is not the real thing. This is just the warm-up, rehearsal, test, whatever, before the real thing. Alright, so let's look at the real thing. Romans 12, 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and heart in Christ Jesus. That's what we're talking about. Hebrews 13, verse 14. Do not make a city home here on this earth, at least in your mind and heart. Make your city in heaven home. 
Pretty cool scripture. Um, Philippians 3.20, your citizenship is not anywhere here. Your citizenship is already, if you're a Christian follower of Jesus in right standing, your citizenship is already certified and written up there. Are you living that way? Okay, John 18, 36. The kingdom is not here. John 18, 30, oh, we did that one. James 4, 4. Um, if you're a friend of the world, you're an enemy of God. So if you think that my life is going to be validated and, and have a, and a, and either a good life or a bad life is determined by this stuff and what happens here. You're a friend of the world and you've made yourself an enemy of God because God said this stuff doesn't matter. Let's keep going. 1 John 2, 15 through 17, if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. If you love this world, the love of the Father is not in you. Do you love this world? You probably do if you're looking for this stuff to be your success or failure for life. Okay? And that's how you're measuring it. All right? Um, Matthew 16, 26. Um, if you profit and gain in the world... You lose your own soul. Everybody knows that scripture, okay? If a man profits the whole world but loses his own soul, what, what has he profited, all right? Well, this is the world stuff that we tend to think is our profit. Our profit is more money. Makes sense, right? That, that's what more profit is. And with that money, I can get my house and car and clothes and, you know, okay? You're following that. Well... Um, if that's your profit, then you may be losing your soul in exchange for that. And not really, this won't fulfill you anyway. Even if you get your best, if you get the most money, the biggest house, the best car, I promise you that will not fulfill you long term. It can't. It's impossible. And that's another teaching, okay? You may be rich. You'll be rich and, on the, and in the big house, great car, great clothes, all of that, and miserable. Okay? It just doesn't work that way. Uh, Philippians 3, 21. Transformed body. This is talking about heaven. In heaven, we will have a transformed body. We will have a physical body, but it's transformed. And it will have no pain, no tears, no death, no crime. It will be like Jesus' body. Jesus' body. Jesus has a physical body right now. Our body, when we get there, will be like Jesus' body. No pain, no tears, no death, no crying, and it's eternal. All right? John 5. Hear and believe. Eternal life versus judgment. Which you want? You want judgment or eternal life? From the old law comes judgment. The new law comes eternal life. Will there be a judgment for all of us related to heaven? Yeah, of course. 
But the judgment is going to be a grace judgment, not an old covenant law that came through Moses' judgment. That one's over. That's done. We're not ever going back to that. Okay? All right. Um, and the eternal life is only good. Only good. All right? Um, question. Maybe in heaven, what do you think of this? Our memories will be wiped or reset so that the negative things of this earth, we don't even remember them at all. Ever. You ever think about that? Well, does Scripture say anything related to that? Isaiah 65, 17. New heaven and a new earth. The former are not remembered. And look it up yourself. Isaiah 65, 17. New heaven and a new earth. Eternity. Heaven. The, the former, this earth, and our life here, not remembered. Verse 16. Our past troubles are not remembered. Our past troubles not remembered. It doesn't say we won't remember anything, but the negative things that are trouble that would cause anxiety, fear, sadness, stress, when we remember it, no. The past troubled memories with pain and stress, you will not even remember them. So why are you basing your life on something that is not only going to take you to more stress and pain, but once you get to the real thing, you're not going to remember any of it anyway. Okay? You may not even remember that mansion. You may not even remember that car. I don't know if that's included in troubles or not. Alright? I think it certainly might be. I've had a, a house that was nothing but trouble before. And a car. Or I, I was so focused on the house or car, I couldn't enjoy my life. That's trouble to me too. Okay? Well, the past troubles will not be remembered. So all this stuff you're stressing over in your life, man, I think it's just wasted time and energy. You're not even going to remember that stuff. Okay? And, and, and especially a hundred, a thousand, a million years into eternity, that's going to almost be like it never even happened. Okay? So don't base your life on it now. Base your life on what matters. Okay? All right, almost done here. John 10, 28. Eternal life means we will never perish. It doesn't say die. Okay? We will die if, if Jesus doesn't come back first. But we will never perish. When we die, we immediately just transition over you know, you think of death as like black and nothingness and nothingness and laying there in that coffin and that's kind of creepy and all that sort of, that, you know, funeral home smell that I can remember from some, some bad death things, okay? Um, that's not what happens. Nobody's in that coffin. Nobody's in that body anymore. They are alive. They've just transitioned to a different life. A better life, an eternal life, a life with, 
No tears, no problems, no pain, no suffering, no, and you will not even remember the troubles from the past life. Okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, these are the truth and promises by Almighty God about eternity heaven and what C.S. Lewis called the real thing, which we've not even started yet. That didn't start till death. Okay? And then it starts immediately and is forever. Okay? So, are you focused here? Are you in anxiety over this stuff? Are you depressed over this stuff? Are you worried about this stuff? Are you focused and putting all your time on this stuff? Well, if you are, it's like... Uh, Building, building a bed in a burning building, I, or, or whatever that, uh, whatever that phrase is, uh, something in a burning building, or, or, or whatever. In other words, you're wasting your time, and maybe worse. Okay, you're wasting wasting time is the least of it. What if it boils over into actually leaving God, not being saved anymore? and you miss out on the real thing, on all of this, okay? Oh my goodness, that would be the worst case possible for your life here on earth. So don't even go there, all right? If this is where you're focused, realize this is the truth and that this 20, 60, 80 years, what the only thing that matters that does matter is discovering who I am, who God is, right relationship with God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, love others, love God. That's it. That's all, that's, that's all that does matter. That's all that is important. So what about the houses, cars? All, not important. If you are a homeless person, for the rest of your life, doesn't matter. You, you've, you've won. You, you're, you're not going to care that you were homeless for 20 years after you've been here a million years. It's just not going to happen. And if the homeless was a negative, if that was a trouble for you, you won't even remember it. Okay? So, whatever we do in this life needs to be focused on what does matter, right with God, the right identity of myself, which is what God says is the truth about me when I am a Christian, a follower of Jesus in right standing, okay? And then loving others, loving God, which includes loving myself. And this stuff, yeah, I, I need bread and, and milk for my family. I'll do my best to provide that, ask God to, you know, provide that for me or, or, or my uh, strength and work to buy to earn money to buy that, but that's not where I'm focused. That's just you know we need to eat and 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 stuff. So I need to make some money to do that somehow. But no problem. We'll just live within our means wherever that is. Okay. All right. Um. And and so yeah, it doesn't mean you don't work toward any of this because it's part of life. But it's not where your heart is. It's not where your focus is. It's not what worries you, 
okay? Your priority and focus is always right with God, communication with God, pray without ceasing, love God, accept His love for me, love others. That's all that matters. This stuff, I believe, is, is, is if I... If it's a focus for me, if it's my priority for me, I'm being tricked by Satan. I'm being tricked. And I'm dedicating my life to the wrong things. And I will realize that at the end of my life, probably, if not before. But what I'm hoping is you'll realize it now, like I did a number of years ago, and a whole bunch of my clients, and you'll switch from here, priority, to hear priority, and by the way, this priority is love, joy, peace, and the perfect you. Which, two teachings ago, we saw is exactly what God is wanting to do in your life. The perfect version of you and your life. And you will feel that way. It, this is perfect for me when you get there. But this is the way. God and his love and grace are the way. This is the deception to keep you from the way, to get you on the wrong path. Or maybe you're still set, maybe you're focused here and still saved, but, but Satan has stolen your joy. He's stolen any witness for you with other people so that God can use you to expand the kingdom. So maybe, maybe you're focused here and not lost, but... You're not being able to, to be used for what God wants, okay? So, take some uh, inventory this week. You focus more here or here? How do you know the, what we talked about last week? When, some, when you sin or something goes wrong, you experience guilt, shame, stress, or disappointed, a little sad, maybe a little bit irritated, but then, real quickly, gratitude, thankfulness, and peace because I'm saved. I've got eternity coming. No tears. No pain. No night. A body that never gets sick or hurts or anything like that. And I will never perish. The perfect place forever. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the real thing. Uh, Coca-Cola used to have a, a byline, the real thing, okay? Well, God and his love and grace are the only real thing, okay? And if that's where you're focused, this will be more your experience. If you're focused on the cars and houses and money and stuff, this will be more what you experience when something goes wrong. And it's your choice every day because love requires a choice. All right? So, what do you choose today? Thank you so very much. Have a wonderful... Oh, oh wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I wanted to read one verse, okay? And this is sort of... Um, this is sort of what I was saying. Okay, well, if this stuff... Man, that's hard to give up. If I really do give this up and, 
am living here for the next, the real thing, for the start of the real game, not just the warm-up. Okay, maybe I get this stuff, but what, what, what do I really get if I give this up and live here? Does it mean I'm miserable until I die? And What does it mean? All right, let me read one uh, passage about that. Isaiah 40, starting in verse 28. This is so good. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all that is. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary, so you get strength if you go God's way, and increases the power of the weak, so you get strength and power. Even youth grows tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who wait and hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. If you choose God and transformation, if you choose here instead of here, that's what you get. I don't know anything better. Thank you so very much. Have a wonderful, blessed day. God bless you.